Welcome to Cocktail Hour with DJ Kibar, a podcast where I share cocktails and conversation with wedding professionals and other special guests about what happens behind the scenes at a New England wedding. I am sitting here today with the one and only Mr. Peter Clayman. How are you doing tonight, sir? Good, man. How are you? Doing Thanks for well. having me. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. First of all, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, you've been running. You're an avid runner. Oh, that is an understatement. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say. How many days in a row has it been at this point? Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Today was the 1,634th day in a row that I have run at least one mile or My more. Gosh. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. It is that insane. That is insane. I want to see your watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, m- let me just put it this way. I yeah. haven't missed a r- one of those circles in, since uh, September of 2017. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. So, of course, in the wedding industry, you are a photographer. You own NH um, Images um, yes. here in uh, New Hampshire, uh, and you go everywhere, yes? Yeah. Yeah. We Last year, we did a wedding in Hawaii and all over New England, Florida, you name it. That's awesome. So with with that, I mean, how are you able to fit in? I mean, I'm sure the the running part of your life is huge, but doesn't take up a lot of time. But like, how do you balance both? Well, I I think just like anything, if it's a priority in your life, you're going to figure out the time and the place for it. Mm -hmm. So I just happen to be more of a morning person in general in terms of like exercise. Yep. So yeah, just get up, make sure the kids are getting with every need, get out to school, and then I hit the uh, the trail and and get my sweat on. And you know what's great about it? You yeah. get to think, you get to process. Oh sure, thinking. it's amazing. I recommend it to anybody, <laughs> even if you have bad knees. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. Thinking, man, I gotta I gotta think about uh, the the thinking. Just that in and of itself. You just sold come me. out with me and run. You sold just me. Just come out with me and run. Now. Um, yeah, maybe we may we may need to talk about we may need to talk about that. But however, are you ready to just be slow? Because I couldn't probably run as much as you even at a weekend. So. That's all right, man. I will go at whatever anybody wants to join me. They're welcome to. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So um, let's start with, uh, of course, given the nature of our show, um, we're having some drinks. What are you drinking? I am drinking actually a citrus. Uh, Bud Light Platinum Seltzer. Oh, um, yeah. I think you know the one thing Bud Light got right uh-huh. feels like seltzer. That's awesome. What are you it, drinking? It tastes. It 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 sounds refreshing. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is nice. That's what are you awesome. drinking, my man? I've got whiskey, straight up uh, whiskey. This is the uh, Jack Daniel's Tennessee Honey. Ooh, um, Jack Honey over here, and it is just scrumptious. Yeah, I bet. You know what I'm nervous about though, Keybar? Mm. I'm nervous about burping. That oh, is sure. probably my <laughs> one big concern right now is not burping. You know during what? This, podcast, this, this, podcast. um, I keep things casual. You need to burp. You burp away, my friend. It is perfectly <laughs> fine. Um, I, you know, it's, it, it. I'm sure our, our, our three listeners out there, including my mom, um, <laughs> will be fine with, um, will be fine with that. So, cool. um, let's take it back to, um, how did we first meet? Do you remember by chance our first wedding? So we worked together many, many times. We have. So I've been in business. This year will be 19 years oh, in wow. business, which is just crazy to literally think about. Yeah. And I remember meeting you, and it was at the Castleton. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, and I just went up to you, and I just loved your energy. Oh, sure. Yeah. And plus, you were a youngster, really. I mean, uh-huh. you're still young, but man, you were really like. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah. When I first started DJing, I was uh, 18, 19 or so, yeah, or something I, like really? that. Um, wow. Something right around there. 17, 19. I don't remember exactly. Um, but... Uh, 
actually it had to have been when I was 18 because it was freshman year of college. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was... I've known you just about nope. you and Joey and everybody. I've known just uh -huh. about my entire career. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. So um, how did you first get into photography? So funny story about that, and I'll try to keep it as short and sweet and to the point, but mm. um, so prior to being in photography, I was actually selling multi-million dollar software. Oh, geez. And wow. so I was all over the world yeah. and was very fortunate, did great at it, but it was the most boring <laughs> job <laughs> on the freaking planet. Uh -huh. And um, so I... So, I went on vacation, yeah. and a friend of mine worked for Ritz Camera. I bought a camera, went on vacation Ooh. back in the film days, yeah. and got the film developed, and the dude said, wow, you did great. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, okay, whatever, thanks. Uh -huh. Anyways, I had the photos framed, uh -huh. and I had a party. Okay. And I said, guys, what do you think of these photos uh -huh. to my friends? And they're like, wow, that's amazing. You know, can I get one? You know, whatever. Like, who took them? Uh -huh. And I said, I did. <laughs> and they're like, no, you didn't. Uh-huh. And they're uh -huh. like, yes, you did. Uh -huh. So then I became an apprentice for a friend of mine that actually got me into weddings, and yep. I was with him for a little bit. Yep. And then finally he said to me, and this was one of the best compliments I've ever gotten, yeah. I've taught you what I can teach you. You either need to put up or shut up. Mm -hmm. You're going to do this or you're not going to. Okay. And I didn't like my corporate gig. Yep. Time to move on. Wow. So the first year, are you ready for this? First uh -huh. year, I did eight weddings. Okay. Second year? 53. Wow. And now we're very fortunate. We have about 16 people. Yeah. We do photo, video. I'm co-owner because yep. my partner, Jamie, as you know, does video. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, yeah, we go over wherever and we're doing, you know, tons of events. That's amazing. Isn't it? You got eight people. Yeah, well, wow. um, all together. Well, yeah, between photo and video. Photo, video. Um, you know, we have editors. We have... Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, we have social media now. Like, good. Online. oh yeah, we're doing it up. Okay, yeah. okay, good, 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 good. Um, and so, all right, I love to know. Um, of course, in in a minute, we're gonna talk about. You know, um, we're gonna get down and dirty. Right? Oh yeah, let's do but, it. Um, but before we do that, um, is there anything that you would tell? You know, any aspiring photographer, anyone who's like hoping to either get into the business or pick up the camera for the first time, any advice that you have? Well, there's, well, that's, that's a loaded question to unpack. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so I would say probably the top couple of things I would recommend anybody mm -hmm. that's really willing, that wants to get into it, is really learn your craft. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to be a perfect expert because mm -hmm. we're all learning. In fact, even after, you know, 19 years almost, yeah. you know, I'm still learning. I can oh, always, always learn things. Go to conferences the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. But become educated. Know your stuff. Absolutely. Know how to get a picture. Know because especially with the weddings, dude, as yeah. you know, things can change on a dime. Uh -huh. And you have to be ready to respond. Absolutely. You have to be. Because you, yeah. your clients, our couples, uh -huh. our lovely couples, uh -huh. are counting on us to Absolutely. do that. Right? So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is make sure you have the right personality for it because you mm -hmm. are dealing with all kinds of different people. Some mm -hmm. are friendly, mm -hmm. some are just downright fucking rude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's really like you're going to just be all over. But you have to live with everybody. Absolutely. You know, when it comes to that here. Mm -hmm. Okay? And the third thing that I will wrap that part of it up sure. with is understand what you know and understand what you don't know. And what you mm -hmm. don't know, find somebody that does. Or there you go. work with them. Yep. All right? Partner with them. Doesn't have to be in the same field as yours. Right. Just like you and I, you know, you know, you in the DJ business, me in photography and video and all the yeah. other things. That's it. Like, know what you know yep. and then figure out what you don't and partner with people. I love that. 
Is that okay? Is that cool? That's great. That's Good advice. Perfect. You know, I'm actually going to take that um, and a, a few of those and, and write those down. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. That's awesome. Um, so you uh, you had mentioned you um, worked prior to photography selling software. Is um, Any other jobs? Any other fun, like crazy jobs that you've had worth, worth mentioning? So fun fact, my very first job ever mm-hmm. was at Toys R Us. No I, way. I was in charge of keeping the games aisle like you know shoots and ladders and uh all the board games sorry Uh all that stuff monopoly and uh, i was in charge of that but was that was one of the most fun jobs because we were all in high school Mm -hmm. but we were in different high schools Uh so you got a chance to expand outward and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but beyond that like in in adult life um i've been very fortunate very blessed to Mm -hmm. have seen a been able to travel for what I used to do. Yep. So I've been able to see the world and awesome. a lot. Yeah, all that stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. And it just gives a, an awesome perspective because we all get caught up in our own little worlds, right? Oh, sure. Right? Absolutely. So let's expand it. I love and that, that was one of the things I was fortunate for. There you go. No, that's great. Yeah. Where's where's your uh, favorite, I guess, destination? I mean, of course, you've been to Hawaii, so there's that. But, like, favorite destination? So I did a wedding in Aruba. And what oh, was okay. interesting about that, dude, is that they actually hired a wedding planner from one of the reality shows, Wedding Away. Oh. Yes. Okay. And But what was interesting, and I'm going to give the, your viewers or listeners uh-huh. a little behind-the-scenes stuff, Yep. because I'm not going to use this guy's actual name sure. you know, yeah, for that, yeah. Absolutely. is that guy was a freak show at the highest order um, for this. So yep. all kinds of things going on behind the scenes. Yep. Uh, he was, you know, anyways... Keep it PG thirteen. Sure. Yeah. So that was a very interesting wedding in Aruba for okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man. Um, cool. Very pretty cool. Yeah. So of course, you know, we yeah, we've seen it all. Um, you, you know, we we go to the perfect weddings. We've seen the not so perfect weddings, and you know, of course, the whole point that I want to convey to anyone out there is your dream wedding is quite possibly going to be exactly that a dream what um i think uh i think one of our boys uh, over at main event matt has said once and he said it so perfectly and this will stick with me forever is you always want your picture perfect wedding but your wedding is not a movie your wedding is more like a broadway show or a stage show you get one take you're on stage and you have to be flawless once uh whereas movies you can stop and go and you can go back and edit and you can uh reset and all of those things whereas your movie is a production on stage so and i'm like oh i love that because everything needs to work perfectly in order to have that um you know that picture perfect everything um however not always does that happen and what i want to really help people understand is that's okay if things don't go right uh, by by hiring the right people, by hiring professionals in the full gamut of professionals, you won't you, you would either not know about it or you might know about it, but it'll be taken care of for you and you could just sit back and enjoy. Oh, I, I completely agree mm-hmm. with you. I think let's just face it. If everybody had unlimited amounts of money and mm-hmm. unlimited amounts of time, you would always hire the best of the best, sure. right? I mean, that's the nature. It doesn't matter if it's a wedding, if it's anything else here. I think the key when it specifically comes to weddings is that you need to have people with the experience and the trust that will allow you to enjoy your day. Because at the end of it, 
if you really think what a wedding is, and you peel the onion all the way back, my friends, uh-huh. you are looking at throwing the world's most expensive party. Yeah. And so yeah. what happens with parties? All of our parties, doesn't matter if it's a wedding or not. Yeah. Things go great, and then things sometimes go sideways. Yeah. But you need to have a team around you mm-hmm. that will be able to have your back oh. at every turn. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, any, um, any stories come to mind? Any scenarios, situations come to mind for like, uh, I don't know, something where you, you and your team or you and uh, everybody that you are partnering with that day um, had to step up, kind of step in and um, tweak things, adjust on the fly, anything like that? Yeah. So there's one that certainly comes to mind. So we were at a really pretty venue in New Hampshire kind of like one of those, you know, barn type setups, if you will, but it had a lot of other buildings and it was more of a do it yourself, you know, uh-huh. kind of wedding. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And I always find, not always, but I would say, let's say a great deal of the time when you're having to do it yourself and there's all kinds of moving pieces, mm-hmm. that's terrific, but you're having to manage all of that. So, you know, you're in charge of the music and the entertainment, you're in charge of your domain. And just mm-hmm. like I am, on the photography and or video side of it, yep. you know, we're in charge of that. But when you have catering, florist, you have, you know, wedding planners or anything, everybody has to work in concert. Mm-hmm. And when one of those cogs doesn't work, I know I can speak for you and I. We always Absolutely. go out of our way Absolutely. to help make up or at least buy time to make up, you know, the difference. But that's not always the case. So I was at a wedding where it was really everybody for themselves and that's just not a good way to go about it we we all have to act as a team Mm -hmm. i help you out you help me out Mm -hmm. um and that's the way to go but unfortunately this didn't and what that does what if we don't have the right team with you kibar as you know what that ends up doing is it causes unnecessary stress and it takes away from the enjoyment of your day because i tell every couple that comes with me Mm -hmm. i want you to enjoy your day Mm -hmm. you're hiring me you're empowering me yep and I'm going to deliver on that. Absolutely. But I also want you to have a kick-ass time uh-huh. on your wedding. Got to enjoy that, it. That was one where, like, hey, yep. we've got all these moving pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when one doesn't pick up, we all have to chip in and try to get it. If not, you know, there's stress involved. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt. Yeah. One of the um, – one of the, the – a, a great example of that actually – is um, this one wedding that I did just pre-pandemic. And it's funny because I actually now work with, uh, for my day job with the bride. Um, she's wonderful. And I love that we, we stay in touch um, so regularly. And it was at a, uh, a rather large venue right here in town, right downtown. Mm. And um, right on that main street there. And... It was interesting because this venue also does a lot of corporate events, lots of corporate events, and their strengths are essentially both corporate events, weddings. They do it all and they do it all very well. Um, So I get there ready to load in, ready to set up. And the uh, the corporate event that's right before the wedding had not let out yet. Oh, no. Apparently. So there's two rooms, of course. They open the rooms up to each other, that sort of thing. But there's two rooms. The room on the right-hand side is the ceremony. It was indoor ceremony, no problem, good to go. 
and we're in there. Um, our two uh, gentlemen friend um, that are um, that are florists are in there getting the uh, getting the whole place all decked out, and um, it's looking great, no problem. Right next door, right on the other side of that divider, is uh, is the corporate event with their giant screens and their audio company in there with with audio and video and all their round tables and all their name tags and their pictures of water on the table and you name it everything is still going mm. and the wedding is about to about to begin is supposed to begin in about an hour i believe so of course with that the ceremony begins in an hour therefore the guests should be arriving in about 30 minutes um corporate events still going and i need to at least get my gear inside so that i can get it out of the way not be in people's faces ceremony's already set up so that's good to go and then of course i could set up my reception gear during cocktail hour which is out in the foyer there um the corporate event and even even the banquet manager is like starting to sweat like Let's go. They're supposed to be done at exactly, let's say, four o'clock, whatever it was, whereas the wedding was supposed to begin at five. Um, now it's like three fifty eight and they're still <laughs> mid presentation. Oh, my goodness. Four o'clock on the dot. They end. We hear the applause and then the staff just whips the doors open. Well, that doesn't mean the guests are going to leave or like the participants of the corporate event are instantly going to leave. They're going to get up and they're going to chat and they're going to mingle and they're going to do their own thing and very slowly exit the venue. Well, fortunately with, with grace, <laughs> the staff did a really good job really helping to usher the people out. And so all I did, I just pushed my gear inside, good to go. And then I got out we essentially closed the doors, had the last um, guest or, or participant of the corporate event leave that room. Did you have to taser anybody? <laughs> no, fortunately. <laughs> right as the first wedding guest arrived. So this is like right on the dot. So fortunately, wedding guests arrive. They go to the, the room on the right for the ceremony um, and out in the foyer a little bit. No big deal. Uh, music's playing. The, the background, elegant music, but, you know, um, very nice. The nice setting. In next door, we're frantic. They are flipping that room. They're vacuuming. They're getting everything ready, um, going, you know, 100 miles an hour, um, flipping that room to make sure it is going well and, and set up for the wedding. You would, if you would blink, you would not you would feel that you're not in the same room. The thing was incredible. They did an amazing job. Wow, that, that is amazing. There's one venue in particular. It's funny you yeah. mentioned that, uh, Kibar, because there's one venue in particular that I always feel. They're, they're a great place. They, they're beautiful. They mm -hmm. do an awesome job. Everybody there is super friendly. But one of the things that they do is they like to have the bride and groom see the reception room uh -huh. right before they yep. are actually released. Yeah. So what ends up happening from where I sit yeah. is that I, I lose 10 minutes oh, of my yeah. photo time. So so check this out. You ready? Mm -hmm. So as you can appreciate, like the wedding ceremony ran late by mm -hmm. about 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. They're cutting cocktail hour by 10 to 15 or uh -huh. about 10 minutes to let the bride and groom see the reception room yep. and how it was all set up and all their hard work and uh -huh. money, you know, paid off and everything. In the meantime, that cocktail hour when you're supposed to do photos mm -hmm. is more like a cocktail 25 minutes. <gasps> and I've got a laundry list oh, of, course. of things to do. Uh -huh. And so one of the thing, the, the key things where, not to pat myself on the back, <laughs> I think I will, <laughs> yeah, by all is, means. Um, is that you sometimes just have to will your way through it. Yeah with the sole determination that yep. you're going to make amazing memories mm -hmm. 
but still let the venue do their thing, mm-hmm. all right? And the bride and groom... It, so what the bride and groom doesn't realize behind the scenes yeah. is I'm fucking flipping out, <laughs> going that, oh my God, you're paying me a shit ton of money, yep. okay? You want all these amazing pictures. Mm-hmm. You've got a huge family, a bridal party of seven on each side, yep. and I've got 25 minutes. Yeah. And I do it every fucking time <laughs> that's, that's why i look like i'm 95 at the moment <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh man that's that's gotta be but just the fact that you also i'm sure you're also dealing with like you know the bridal party that's not necessarily in the the most sober state of oh, mind no, and like now they're like goofing off and fooling around and doing their of course having fun doing their thing you know like it's a wedding they should be enjoying themselves but you know how how much additional layer of difficulty does that present for you to have to execute that on that tight time frame the huge laundry laundry list of um shots that you have to get and still not have a bridal party that's necessarily like listening (laughs) well you know here's the thing here's the way that i look at it and this is really my advice to the couples that are listening to Mm. this right now is listen I got married a year ago myself, Uh okay, Uh and I had a COVID wedding, 16 people, you know, uh, we didn't have really a traditional, there was no music, no nothing, it was just dinner and and go home kind of thing, right? And um, and so I I had to pay for that, so it's not lost on me Mm -hmm. how expensive a wedding is, right? Uh It is not, okay? However, like, you do, this is, honestly, to my core, to my soul, I really believe this, Uh uh-huh. That the cliche you get what you pay for is a cliche in most categories. Sure. All right. But yeah. my own personal belief, just on, based on my world and the people that I associate with, uh-huh. I think it applies heavily into the wedding world. Yeah. That if you get somebody who's inexperienced but cheap, mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to handle things when the shit hits the fan. Right. Necessarily. Yeah. Eventually they learn. Yeah. But in the meantime, do you want your wedding, your wedding mm-hmm. that you worked so hard to put together, yeah. do you want that to be yours? Right. All right. And the answer should be no. Yeah. To a degree. Absolutely. Now, you got to find that balance, though. Yeah. Right? Nobody has unlimited money, mm-hmm. but you want somebody who's going to be good and experienced. Yeah. So you got to find out. Do your research. Mm-hmm. Those things add mm-hmm. a time. Yep. And, and, and that's the, that's, it's tough because, we're sitting here, you know, we, we, my company, Main Event Entertainment, we have DJs that are a little bit more on the affordable side, but still for the most part over a thousand dollars. Um, and then you have DJs that charge a premium and it, it, it's because of that experience. We know what we're doing. We can handle anything. And when we have couples that are unfortunately like, Oh, we're on a budget and it's tight and wait, we got to bring it all down. It's like, Please, I always, I, I, I wish I could just tell them. So I'm going to tell them right now. Um, yeah. If you're on a budget, honestly, there's, there's, there's really nothing wrong with either postponing until you're able to save up enough to have your dream wedding or get married, make it official, do something very small and simple while you save up and then of course also have your dream wedding covid proved that essentially you don't necessarily always need to get married on the day that you originally intended i have and i'm sure you did too oh yeah for sure dozens upon dozens of couples that uh, that i'm doing i did um i did their weddings last year this year and a few already booked for next year that are already married 
They got yeah. married in 2020, and now they are doing their celebration, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And the feedback that I'm getting from these couples is, I'm glad I did that. We made it official, tax purposes, insurance purposes, all of these other, you know, other non-romantic, I guess, um, reasons to get married. Um, sure, but they still got their celebration and they still got their dream celebration with the vendors that they really, really want because they were able to take their time, save and spend the money on the quality as opposed to, you know, the two or $400 DJ that may or may not necessarily even know how to speak on the mic and, you know, facilitate the the event properly no i i I think that's good advice i'm going to go one step further if that's okay so for those people that unfortunately don't have that ability to either postpone or you know kind of have it in set in their head and there's no way you're going to change it then i think what you have to do because again if money is you know a constraint to one degree or another you're going to have to prioritize yeah so before you ever reach out to any vendor before you lay out the groundwork, yep. you have to, because there's all kinds of different categories. There's venue, there's food, yep. music, entertainment, photo, video, florist, you know, so on and so forth. All mm-hmm. those different categories. Yep. What is your priority? Yes. Right? Yes. What is 100%. your priority? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, of course, being biased, <laughs> you know, for this, you know, you've got, uh, you know, people are having a party, you know, you got to have great music. Mm-hmm. People want to take away great memories, right? Mm-hmm. When you and Beth got married and everything, you have great memories, mm-hmm. you know, from your wedding and that kind of thing. And that's the thing as well. That's yep. the one thing you're going to take, certainly take away. So if you have to, you can't postpone or you can't save, if you will, mm-hmm. and you just need to do it, but you want to do it the way you want to as best you can, mm-hmm. prioritize. Yes. Sit down, not just with your partner, but other key people. Yep. But listeners, let me give you one other piece of advice. Ha. Okay. You're going to keep your circle to those most trusted. When you yes. let the world know you are getting married, right? Keybard, you can back me up on this. Yep. You're going to get input from coworkers, Everyone. everybody, yep. and their wedding that they're telling you, oh, I got married and you got to do this. Yep. No, you don't. No. No. You do you. Absolutely. Fuck everybody else. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? In terms of like, yeah. just keep it real. Yeah. 100%. So I love the save 100%. if you can't do it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you have an alternative yes. if it's not there. Yeah, I love that. Oh, that's so terrific. And it's and it's funny because you even mentioned my wedding. Um, and that, that makes me like think about and remember we had some stuff not you know go not so perfectly at our wedding my biggest thing was my grandfather so we got married my grandfather passed away at 98 he lived an amazing life right so no 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 it's all like i we celebrate him all day all the time um towards the tail end of his life he you know it was right so he passed away just about one year after we got married Mm. so the year we got married he was still kicking. He was still doing great. He was, uh, he he was still incredibly healthy, but he had some stuff, right? So the, he was taking this medication that control. Let's just say it can controlled his digestive system and his in his bladder. Well, because we had a lot of guests um, come from overseas, a lot of my relatives come from overseas and stuff like that, with only two bathrooms in my parents' house, and of course. 
you know, the Lebanese community, you don't, you don't stay in a hotel. Oh no, you stay at my house. Like we make room for you, all of that stuff. It's very customary. So, um, so we had several households living with my, you know, staying for the few weeks with my parents, including my grandparents that have lived with us my whole life. (laughs) And then, so my grandfather decides on his own, not the smartest decision to stop taking this medication that no. regulates his his bladder because he doesn't want to be in the bathroom a lot um, and potentially, you know, not let some of my cousins or aunts and uncles or whoever essentially to free up the bathroom, which is adorable. Wonderful that he thought that. But it's like, no, 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 dude, like you're taking <laughs> these medication for a reason. So unfortunately, so it, what happened? it landed him in the hospital. Oh, no. So he was in the hospital and he like he's fine. He was fine, but he did not get discharged. We got married New Year's Eve. And um, yeah. OK, so now it's uh, the day before New Year's Eve. And they're like, no, he's he's. A couple days away we need to get him back regulated all this stuff the fluid build up all this stuff. i don't remember exactly the details mm. but um so he wasn't able to come to the wedding at all and he was devastated i was sad i was definitely sad but i was like you know what no like we've got a videographer we've got a great photographer he'll still be able to experience it maybe not the same however he was 97 at the time how much fun is he really gonna have like he's gonna be there and like he's gonna essentially want to go home pretty early anyway right right so if anything and of course looking back on it it wasn't actually it was a blessing in disguise my mother was able to actually enjoy herself um now she she was thinking about a lot of other things of course that's okay but uh you know like hosting her family and and whatnot but she didn't have to worry about taking care of him and she she says it all the time herself like it was actually kind of a blessing he's healthy he was fine you know he literally got discharged i believe new year's day um so we went out to our favorite chinese restaurant all together all of that stuff so it was fine but it's little things like that where like that for us it technically went wrong he wasn't able to make it. He was supposed to be there. My grandparents were married at the time. I want to say like 65 years. So we were going to do the anniversary dance and they were going to be the longest and all of that stuff. And it was going to be great. But I was like, you know what? Nope. It's okay. My grandmother had a great time. My grandfather was not able to come, but was still able to see like all of his, you know, children and their children and, and their children. Um, and, um, <clears throat> and awesome. um, it was a blessing in disguise. So, Again, one of these things that you would think that went wrong, actually, there is some silver lining there. There is. And not only that, it's all about perspective, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I think that's what gets lost in translation with a lot of couples. Because I deal with a lot of couples Mm -hmm. that, at least, uh, you know, not to be stereotypical, but a lot of... I've dealt with a lot of brides that have dreamed about their wedding from, from pretty much birth. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, when it comes to absolutely. that. Absolutely. Which is, I, I personally, as a guy, I can't wrap my head around that yeah. a bit here. But, you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad everybody's able to enjoy. But it's about perspective. Yeah. And perspective is that I hope, Keybar, for you and for everybody listening, mm-hmm. I hope in your life you have so many amazing days in your life. Yeah. And your wedding day, mm-hmm. if you're lucky enough to have that, mm-hmm. is going to be one of those amazing days. But mm-hmm. it's one of many. Yeah. And let's be, yep. pre- let, you know, so, yeah, I hope for great weather, mm-hmm. you know. And I always tell people, uh-huh. you know, like, what kind of weather do you want for your wedding day, right? Uh-huh. And everybody tells me, oh, I want this beautiful sunny sky and everything else mm-hmm. here. And I said, let me give you another perspective. Yeah. You don't. 
And why you don't mm -hmm. is because you want a nice cloudy day. Yes, right? you do. You've heard me, you've heard me wax yes, poetic about this dude forever. Uh -huh. I love that. And why you want that other perspective yeah. or, or, or keeping it in perspective is that maybe you didn't get what you want, yep. but man, it opened up a few doors you never even knew you fucking had for uh -huh. that matter. Uh -huh. Right? And you still had a great day. Yep. Got some amazing stuff. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Perspective, baby. See, that's so good. That's so, so good because, oh, I'm, I'm actually going to steal that. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not even a photographer. <laughs> I'm going to steal that because, because, yeah, cloudy days, I've seen the difference a sunny day can make and it can be detrimental. Yeah. Um, on photos. Um, so the, the overcast is, is always. Preferable, so I'll, I'll, let me give you, let me, uh, listeners, I'm going to give you a total shit show of a situation yeah. that I had to deal with. So I did a wedding last year in Old Orchard Beach, Maine, mm -hmm. and I'm actually from Maine originally, yeah. so I'm always love to get back to Maine whenever I can. And um, so they decided to have their wedding ceremony on the beach in Old Orchard Beach. Okay. 12 noon. Oh, geez. On a cloudless, <laughs> sunny day. Yikes. That was, I don't know, about 90 degrees or so. Oh, God. Okay? Yeah. And not only that, guys, it was the busiest day on the beach. Yep. So you're going to get people everywhere. Yep. I had to look high and low. Yep. All right, for this. So I was able to get some pictures. But what I did was, again, going back to why it's important to have an experienced team, yeah. is we went under the boardwalk. I carved out this tiny little area with no people. Okay. Was able to get some epic stuff. Nice. So even though it wasn't an ideal situation, yep. all right, the bride and groom stuck 12 noon. Please don't do that, people. <laughs> Please, for the yeah. love of God. Seriously, yeah. All yeah. right? 12 noon. Don't do that. All right? But yeah. they did it. We ran summer. with it. We made it beautiful. They were so happy. And they have a little little baby together. Oh, I love uh, that. It was an amazing experience. But perspective. Yeah. Yes. Oh, for sure. Oh, goodness. Well, this is awesome. This is so good. All right. So, Peter, no, thank you so much for this. Um, I want to close our conversation today with just some more information about you, about you your company. And so people really, um, you know, get to know you a little bit more, um, know where to find you, all of that stuff. So a little bit more about you. So, um Let's see. Uh, I don't know. Let's start with like, what about your favorite book? Like, do you have a favorite book or uh, type of books? Yeah. So, my goodness, I have uh, a few. Uh, the Five People You Meet in Heaven uh, from Mitch Album is uh -huh. probably my single most favorite book because it's very reflective and offers a different perspective about um, your journey, your journey not only in life, uh -huh. but also wherever things may go uh, mm -hmm. for that matter. And um, the little things that you do in life can have a big impact, but you don't necessarily realize it at the time that you're going through it. Sure. So it's a great book. I That's highly awesome. recommend it. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Yep. I love that. Yeah. And um, looking back, okay, so um, your journey and so on, what, uh, what did you want to be as a kid? So you know you what I remember. wanted to be as a kid? So yeah. I, when I was a little kid, besides wanting to be a superhero, my second grade teacher, Mrs. Clark, mm. said that that um, you should be an actor. You know what I mean? So I always liked to perform in plays and things like that, but I never really took it, took it any further. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older, I realized that I kind of have a DJ voice a little bit, uh -huh. a little bit, not, yeah, not no. a key bar it's voice. Good. It is it's not good. a key bar voice. Do not, <laughs> I am not taking your job, sir. <laughs> oh, but, by all means. <laughs> um, but just, you know, just missed that calling, but found out I had other callings, yeah. you know, for this. But 
So I, you know, besides doing weddings and so as a company, so my company, NH Images, that mm-hmm. we founded back in 2003, yep. myself and Jamie, who's my business partner, we do weddings, mm-hmm. we do corporate events, we do maternity, newborns, family sessions. Yep. Um, we have studio space. We can go on location. Yep. Um, you can definitely find us online at NH, like New Hampshire, nhimages.com, Perfect. Instagram, nhimages, Facebook, all the socials. Mm-hmm. With this, you'll see a wide variety of examples. We have a website that gives you tons of information. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, the biggest differentiator between us and what makes us special overall is that we give a shit about you, the couple. Yes. We do. And everything in our world surrounds you. Mm -hmm. We want you to have a great experience. We want to deliver on what we say that we're going to deliver on. And Kibar, you've known me for a long time. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of very talented photographers and videographers out there. Mm -hmm. No question about it. But what makes us special is that we care. We put everything on the line for everybody. Mm -hmm. And we're here to advise you along the way. And we want you, not just for your wedding, we want you in our family. Mm -hmm. We want to celebrate with you in all aspects of your life. I love that. So, so good. You know what? We're going to close with that. Thank you, Peter. Thank, <laughs> thank you so you, much Jared. for joining thank you for me. me. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, open invitation too. We, we will certainly do this again. Um, and I will definitely tag all of your uh, socials and your website and so on in the description below. Uh, so check us out on all of your favorite uh, podcast platforms as, yeah, as well as YouTube. But... Um, in closing, thanks again for joining. Thank I am you. Kibar, and uh, this was Mr. Peter Clayman over from NH Images. That's it, folks. Peace Good out. Night. Thanks so much for listening to Cocktail Hour with DJ Kibar. I hope you enjoyed the conversation enough to join me on my social media channels. Visit theonlydjkibar.com to see my Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and other platforms. Finally, I'd really love to know what you thought of the show. So I invite you to tag me on Instagram at the only DJ Keybar, include the hashtag cocktails with Keybar, and let me know what you thought of the show. Again, thank you so much for listening. Until next time.